Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit All right, give honor to God and all the saints, thanking God for another day. I hope you guys can hear me. I had to mute that line. I think the computer line should be okay. But we're just giving God all the praise and the glory. He brought us through another week, and we come to exalt his name because he is a way maker, a miracle worker. We come to pray against this corona demon, the drosophila demon the induced breathlessness demon, the fraud, the scam, the assassination curse, the eugenics, every bit of eugenics, we send it back to the pit of hell that it came from. God, we ask you for divine law. Divine law, Heavenly Father, where your word says vengeance is mine. Everybody planning the death of other people, may that curse be reversed to the sender, Heavenly May you have your will so that they can learn that you are the almighty God, the all-sovereign God, that you are the God above all gods. God, we thank you, God. We praise you. We exalt you. We magnify your name, Heavenly Father. We know that with you, God, all things are possible. Despite demons putting things in our throat, trying to choke people just to get them in the hospital, God, we come against the demon spirit of using the hospitals to kill people, using the hospitals to disseminate deadly viruses, using medical centers to disseminate deadly viruses. God, we come against the ignorant spirit, the spirit, the, the secrecy curse. We come against the non-prosecuting demon spirit. God, we come against it in the name of Jesus. And we ask you, God, to use your people across this earth, left and right, to let the devil know that he is the liar that he is and that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, and that, God, you will reign across this earth that your rules, your laws will reign across this earth. We come against every demon Activity, every eugenics, eugenics demon. God, we thank you for the doctors that are coming forward. We thank you, God, for information and knowledge that viruses cannot come out the sky and just stop you from breathing. Viruses have to be injected in you. This is a plot to induce hospitalized people so they go in the hospital with a breathing problem and come out with a virus problem. We come against this demon spirit. God, cover your people, Heavenly Father. Let them come together to work together, God. Break this plot. Break this plan, this pandemic, this, this premeditated, fraudulent, demonic pandemic. Let it fall on those who planned it, Heavenly Father, so that they can find out who you are. God, help those that have been assaulted. Lord, I ask you to bless my cousin, bless my nephew, 
Bless all of those. Bless my Macy's sister that's in the hospital fighting for her life. God, we come against this demon. We come against induced hospitalization. We come against every plot and plan of the devil. Somebody tried to get in. God, so we give you the praise. We give you the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, and uh, hold on. Let me, um, somebody tried to come in and said I put the wrong phone number. And I'll unmute you. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that that that's good. Father God in heaven, in Jesus Christ's name, I pray. Father, thank you so much for my prayer warrior sisters this evening, and um, those who may not be able to attend. Um, please continue to bless us, Father, as we praise you each and every day and each and every moment of every day, Father. Please continue to bless. Not only the United States, Father, but the entire world against all diseases, viruses, and all things that may harm us and, and has a tendency to wipe us out as a population, Father. Bless all of my prayer warriors, sisters, and bless their families and their friends and associates, Father, that we, we strive and we become strong in numbers and we, um, we proceed on to the path that you would have us walk, Father. Father, please continue to show me the way, Father, as I need your guidance each and every day as you provide your direction, Father. Please continue to show all my prayer warriors, sisters and brothers, the way, Father, as you direct their paths to direct their paths in safety and protection, Father, as uh, you have those who protect us, Father, continue to be protected by you, Father. In Jesus' name I pray forever and ever. Amen. 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 Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. And thank you, Anne. Yes. Thank you, darling. It's muted. Okay. Are you you want to mute me? I can't. Okay. After Wahida, I'll mute it, but you, you, that's good. Right there is fine. Go ahead, Wahida. Thank you. Father God, I give you praise. I give you thanks. I am in you. I cherish you. I believe in you. I know you the one and only God of the universe. I love you. I bless you. Heavenly Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Father God, thank you so much for life. Every day, despite what's going on, despite what's going on, Father, you know what's going on, and only you can put a stop to this. It's fine. However, and we in New York are facing it badly. Also, the whole country. Please, Father, continue to inspire and protect us from anything that's being prayed or, or put into us through, through these. Ether program, 
any virus or anything, please reduce everything and send back it to the rightful owners. Father, please, please save these people. So many young people are dying from this virus, and it's, it's unbelievable, shameful. Young people going into the hospital, and they're dying, making them die. Father, put a stop to these evil people that are committing crime and murder. Father, for you know what's going on. I saw a lot of things in the past four years. And I beg you to please make this world a better place. The whole world is affected by, by this, this virus. Please help everybody. Cure them. Heal them. Please let the place open up. Let everything be okay. It's terrible to live like this, Father. Please keep my son Vincent healthy. And please don't make him have to go back into the hospital, Father. I don't want to face what, what, what I saw for the past three times he was here. Heal him completely and wake him up, Father. Let him come to you. Believe in you, but let him start worship and do more for you. Also, my daughter, she has a cough. She was sick. She has a cough. Please take the cough away. And also, my other son works in the hospital, but a lot of people are dying from this virus. Please continue to try and protect him and keep him safe. Also, my little daughter, keep her safe. And my whole family, my whole bloodline. Pray now, Faith, Miriam, Anne, everybody, all the CIs, so Father, who are, who are going through this, they're, they're the ones. Feeling it, and they're the ones, you know, it's happening to. Father, please give us food, shelter, clothing, peace, happiness. Let us be able to, to own our own bodies and let these entities leave us alone, Father. Please let us live freely. Let our children live freely. Let them can get married and have children and. and and be a family, so I put a stop to this eugenic program and all these other sinful and, and people so greedy for money, Father. Please put it to a stop, Father. Please take care of your world, take care of your people. Only you can do it, to oh, Father. I love you. In your holy name, amen. 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 Yeah, I can't take that. I'm gonna call her on the separate line. But welcome, welcome, Kevin and uh, two four zero. Is that Melvin? Well, welcome. Go ahead, Kevin. You want to pray? Uh. I'm gonna sit out on this one. I'm still okay. getting it. I, I mean, I am soon, but I just I'm dealing okay. with a whole lot right now. All right, you gotta be comfortable to pray. You know. Um, yeah, I'm um, dealing with a whole lot. Uh, pastors against injustice. Are you? He's on yeah. the computer. Can you? Can you? Can you talk? 
Wayne? Yes, I can. Yeah, how you doing? I'm fine, dear. Hello? How are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. I'm you okay. want to pray? Can okay. you pray for us, Okay, I'm trying to wake up. <laughs> okay. Oh, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for this call. Thank you for the opportunity to be here. I haven't been on a call in a while. I should have blessed it that it may go according to your will. I know that whatever Marion does, it's about your will, Lord God. I should have blessed this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Okay. Amen. Man, yeah, we have a great subject. Um, I dropped someone. Let me just try and pick them back. I hate to have them. I know Ann wanted to be here. So let me just contact her. It's good to hear from you, Pastor. Uh, how you been? I'm trying to be okay. I'm okay. Oh, it's good to hear from I you, know. Pastor. This is what he said. Yeah. That, no, that's not, that's not Pastor. That's not Pastor Ben. That's a different, uh, different uh, uh, young man I know. That's not Pastor Ben. Um, just to let you. Okay. okay. But um, nice, yeah. nice to hear. But he's a he's a pastor on the internet addressing one of the few pastors you know um, addressing uh, injustices against people, and he was great. An automatic oh. voice message system. The and he was great was towards. Sorry. He was great towards TIs. You know, a lot of TIs used to go to him and he didn't shun them the way, you know, many churches have shunned targeted individuals. So that's where I know him from. But tonight. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And? Okay, I'm going to put you back in, darling. I'm sorry. Sorry. All right, I'm going to have to move that. I don't know what static on her phone. Okay, all right. So tonight we have a great uh, subject. We're looking at adjusting your life to God. We're reading from knowing and doing the will of God, experiencing God. Henry and Richard uh, Blackle Baby and Claude King. Adjusting your life to God. A young couple's sacrifice. Let's take a look. When a need arose in one of our mission churches 40 miles away, I asked the church to pray that God would call someone to move to that community to serve as the lay pastor of the mission. A young girl responded because the husband was attending the university, they had very little money. If they took up residence in the mission community, he would have to commute 80 miles a day to the university. I knew they couldn't afford to do it. I said, no, I can't let you do that. And I named several reasons why that would not be fair. The young couple was deeply grateful that God had saved them. The young man looked at me and said, Pastor, don't deny me the opportunity to sacrifice for God. That statement crushed me. How could I refuse? Yet I knew the couple would have to pay a high price because our church had been obedient to start new missions. We had prayed for God to call a lay pastor, so I needed to be open to God's answering our prayers in an unexpected way. When this couple responded with a deep sense of commitment and personal sacrifice, our church affirmed their sense of call. 
and God provided for their needs. We're looking at adjusting your life to God. Adjustments are necessary. We have to make adjustments in our lives to serve God. You cannot stay where you're at and go with God. Wow, that's deep. You cannot stay where you're at and yet go with God. Many of us want God to speak to us and give us an assignment. However, we are not interested in making major adjustments in our lives. Hmm. Biblically, that position is impossible. Every time God spoke to people in the scripture about something he wanted to do through them, major adjustments were required. They had to adjust their lives to God. Once the adjustments were made, God accomplished his purposes through those he called. Adjusting your life to God is the second critical turning point in your knowing and doing the will of God. Again, adjusting your life to God is the second critical turning point in your knowing and doing the will of God. The first turning point was the crisis of belief. You must believe God is who, who he says he is. He is and what he will do and what he says he will do. Without faith in God. You will make the wrong decision at the first turning point. Hmm. Without faith in God, that means when you get in a crisis, you're going to make a wrong decision because your faith is not strong enough. And I could testify to that. Adjusting your life to God is another turning point. When you're willing to change your life for God, that's a turning point. If you choose to make the adjustment, you can move on to obedience. If you refuse to make the adjustment, you will miss what God has in store for your life. Wow, that's deep. If you choose not to make the adjustment, you will miss what God has in store for your life. Okay. If you have faith at the crisis of belief, when you're going through something, if your faith can stand, what else is required as a demonstration of that faith? Once you come to believe God, you demonstrate your faith by what you do your action. That's why they say faith without action is dead. Faith without actions is dead. So once you've come to believe God, you demonstrate your faith by what you do, your actions. Some response is required. This action is one of the major adjustments which we'll, we will focus in this unit, obedience. Our obedience will also be part of the action required. Our adjustments and obedience will be costly. Mm. Yeah, that obedience and adjustment is costly to us. 
and to those around us. So it's not just us. God is having us do things for those around us also. Remember that faith in actions, action equals adjustment and obedience. Adjustments to God. What are adjustments to God? When God comes that revelation is our invitation to adjust our life to him. Our faith will be most clearly demonstrated by our actions. Actions we will take include the adjustment we must make to be in a position to obey God. Once we've adjusted our lives to God, our acts are in our act in obedience. We act in obedience. Then God accomplishes through us miracles. God accomplishes through us what he has purposed to do. Adjustments prepare us for obedience. We cannot continue life as usual or stay we are at and go with God at the same time. Just can't do it. The truth is demonstrated throughout scripture. For instance, Noah could not continue life as usual and build an ark. See Genesis 6. Abraham could not stay in Haran and father a nation in Canaan. See Genesis 12. Moses could not stay on the backside herding sheep and stand before Pharaoh. See Exodus 3. David had to leave his sheep to become king. See 1 Samuel. Amos had to leave the sycamore trees to preach in Israel. See Amos 7.14. Jonah had to leave his home and overcome a major prejudice in order to preach in Nineveh. See Jonah 1.1. Peter, Andrew, James, and John, they had to leave their fishing businesses to follow Jesus. Matthew 4.18. Matthew had to leave his tax collector's booth to follow Jesus. See Matthew 9.9. Saul and later Paul had to completely change directions in life to preach the gospel to the Gentiles. See Acts 9.1. These men had to make enormous adjustments. Some had to leave family and country. Others had to renounce prejudices and change their values. Others had to leave behind life, goals, ideals, and desires. They had to yield everything to God, and they had to align their entire lives to God. The moment they made the necessary changes, God began to accomplish his purposes through them. Each one, however, learned that adjusting one's life to God, guess what? They learn that it is well worth the cost. Mm. 
Adjusting one's life to God is well worth the We may be thinking God make major adjustments. Scripture shows certainly requires adjustments of his people. He even required them of his own son. You know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for our sake he became poor, so that through his poverty might become, we might become rich. Jesus emptied himself of position and wealth in heaven in order to join the Father in providing redemption through his death on the cross. That was a major adjustment. If you want to be a disciple, a follower of Jesus, you have no choice. You must leave where you are to follow him. You must make major alterations in your life. Major alterations in your life to follow God. Until you are ready to make any change necessary to follow and obey what God has said you will be of little use or else you will be of little use to God. Your greatest single difficulty in following God may come at this point of full surrender. We tend to want to skip making adjustments and go directly from believing God to obedience. If you want to follow him, you do not have that choice. His ways are so different from ours. The only way we can follow him requires an alignment of our life to his ways. Elisha and the rich young ruler were invited to join God in his activity. We can read about them in 1 Kings 19, 15 to 21 and Luke 18, 18 respectively. The Lord said to Elijah, 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 go back the way you came and go to the desert of Damascus. When you get there, anoint Hazel king over Aaron. Also anoint Jehu, son of Nimshim, king over Israel. Anoint Elisha, son of Shabtah. So Elijah went from there and he found Elisha, son of Shabtah. He was plowing with 12 yoke of oxen and he himself was driving the 12th pair. Elijah went up to him and threw his cloak around him. Elisha then left his oxen and ran after Elijah. Let me kiss my father and mother goodbye, he said, and then I will come with you. Go back, Elijah replied, what I have done to you. So Elisha left him and she went back. He took his yoke of oxen. And he slaughtered them, earned the plowing equipment to cook the meat, and he gave it to the people, and they ate. Then he set out to follow Elijah and became his attendant, 1 Kings 19. A certain ruler asked him, good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Why do you call me good? Jesus answered, no one is good except God alone. You know the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not murder. Do not steal. Do not give false testimony. Honor your mother and father. All these I have kept since I was a boy, he said. When Jesus heard this, he said to him, you still lack one thing. So everything you have and give it to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. 
When he heard this, he became very sad because he was a man of great wealth. You know, he looked at him, he said, what? Sell everything to what? To follow who? <laughs> How hard is it for the rich to enter the kingdom of God? Indeed, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. Hmm. The adjustment. The rich ruler desired eternal life, but he didn't want to make the necessary adjustment to Jesus. He considered his money and wealth to be more important. Jesus knew that people cannot love God completely and love money at the same time. Mm. See Matthew 6, 20. Jesus asked him to put away what had become his God, his wealth. Woo. The young ruler refused to change his priorities. He's like, yo, I love you. I honor my mother and father, but I can't let go of this money. And guess what? He missed experiencing ex ex eternal life. The rich young ruler's love of money and his greed made him an idolater. See Ephesians 5.5. 5. He missed coming to know the true God and Jesus Christ whom had God sent. He wanted to gain eternal life, but he refused to do what was necessary to obtain it. Elisha responded much differently. He had to leave family and career. He was doing farming to follow God's call. You may have heard the phrase burning images behind you. Elisha burned the farm equipment and he killed his oxen. He cooking the meat and feeding the people of the community. He was not about to turn back. When he made the necessary adjustments, he was in a position to obey God. As a result, God worked through Elisha to perform some of the greatest signs and miracles recorded in the Old Testament in 2 Kings 2-13. Elisha had to make major changes on the front end of his call. Not until he took those actions did God work through him to accomplish the miracles. As we come to know and do God's will, We have to incorporate obedience, adjustments, and faith. When God invites us to join him, the task will have such God-sized dimensions, meaning there will be a big size. Uh, God is calling us to do great things, a God-sized dimension, that it will cause us to experience a crisis of belief. God is going to ask us to do something so big that we're going to question out. We're going to have a crisis of belief. Our faith will be questioned. The way we respond, your response will require faith. Faith will be demonstrated by the way you act, by the way we act. The first thing we will do is adjust our lives to God. The second step will be to obey what God asks us to do. We cannot go on to obedience without first making the necessary adjustments. The order is faith first, adjustment second, 
obedience third. No one can sum up all God is able to accomplish through one solitary life that is wholly yielded, adjusted, and obedient to him. Do you want to be someone who is whole, wholly yielded, adjusted, and obedient to God? Then we've got to get busy. In Ephesians 5, 5, it says, of this you can be sure. No immoral, impure, or greedy person, such a man is an idolater, has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. Our summary statements, when God speaks to us to reveal what he is about to do, that revelation is our invitation to adjust our lives to him. Adjustments prepare us for obedience. We cannot stay where we are and go with God. It just doesn't work that way. No one can sum up all God is able to accomplish through one solitary life that is wholly yielded, adjusted, and obedient to him. No one can sum, sum it up. And in Isaiah 55, our closing verse, as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. That is words of the Most High God. So adjustments are necessary. What does that mean? It means that we cannot follow God on our own terms. That's what it means. It means that God will tell us that some things got to go out in our lives and they got to go if we want to see miracles done in our lives. Not in just our lives on this earth. We want to see big things done. We have to realize that adjustments are necessary. We have to realize that a crisis of belief, which is a test of your faith, that's part of the process. We have to pass that test. We have to know that God's revelation, whatever God tells us he's gonna do, his revelation is our invitation to adjust our life to him. He's letting us know, I'm talking to you. I have things for you to do. Adjusting our life to God is well worth the cost. Everybody that did what God told them to do, they did miracles. All right. Remember, like, uh, faith means actions. Actions means adjustments and obedience. And um, Sunday we'll look at kinds of adjustments. What kinds of adjustments are we supposed to be making? All right, so... Uh, but tonight we looked at basically the adjustments include obedience, 
adjustment and faith. Those are the three key uh, concepts in order to do God's will. If in order for us to know God and do his will, we must incorporate in our lives obedience, adjustments, and faith. Comments. Adjustments are necessary. What does that mean? Adjustments are necessary. Let me get this off of mute. Anybody? Boy, they put a heavy duty on her phone. Okay, I had to cut that. Um, Wahida, you still with me? Kevin, you with me? Um, what's the yeah, name? Are you still? Okay, and you two, uh, give me give me a little feedback. Adjustments are necessary. How come we can't do what God wants us to do, doing things the way, the business as usual? <clears throat> Say that one more time. What does it mean that adjustments are necessary? In order to do God's will, adjustments are necessary. What does that mean? Why can't we I do mean, God's will? First, we got to obey. You know, we have to follow his directions. Uh, and uh, you follow his directions by reading the word and following the word. If you don't do that, you can't follow his direction. Uh, and adjustments. What are adjustments? Oh, it, it means changing, just changing things, you know, from uh, that, you know. That we used to do, we just can't. If you want to, if you want uh, no to, no old stuff, no your old stuff. Right. If you want God to use you, you got to change some things. Amen. 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 Yeah, that's what adjustments. What he Well, walk by faith, not by sight. Correct. Right. We walk by faith, that's not by sight. But you could be saying you walk. And you're not changing. Yeah, yeah. They're saying that we have to we have to change. You can't you can't plead you can't do great things with God and come come to Him like yo I'm not making no changes. You cannot stay where you are. It's one o'clock. Okay, you cannot stay where you are and go with God. Wahida, what does that mean? Wahida? Wahida? And I had to drop Hello? because her phone was too... Yeah, Wahida, Hello? what does that mean? Yes, dear. Can you hear me? Yeah, I don't really have an answer. You don't know. All right. You cannot stay where you are and go with God. What does that mean? You cannot stay where you are and go with God. 
Your mm-hmm. old self, if it's not. You know, oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go no, ahead. No, I don't really. I, 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 I was just saying your old self. If if it's not, if you're not spiritual, you're not spiritually clean. You can't go with God if you if you still living your you know if you're not living right if you're not walking right with God. It, you, It definitely means, but I think it it means more. So whether, you know, it just means no matter where you're at, like the, the, the wealthy man said, look, I take care of my mother, my father. I, you know, I do everything right. It it just means no matter where you at, even if you're not clean, no matter where you cannot stay where you're at, no matter where you're at, you have to, you have to go to the next level. The rich man was telling God, you know, I look, I take care of my mother, my father, I do this, I do that, I, I follow the, the all the commandments. That that had nothing to do. There's another level. You can't stay where you at. It's you got to, no matter where you at, it, it's time to go to the next level. Oh, Kevin got dropped. You got dropped. You got dropped. Yeah, I got dropped. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got dropped. Okay. Yeah, it, it means that, it, you know, we just have to go to the next level. Uh, you know, it, it simply means what it says. You cannot stay where you are and go with God. It doesn't just mean that, you know, if you're dirty, that, no, it means no matter what level. Because this man, the, the rich man thought, you know, he's like, yo, I'm doing everything. You know, I, I follow the Ten Commandments. I take care of my parents. He was probably saying, you know, I feed yeah. the neighborhood. I feed the poor. I do everything. Yeah. But God was saying yeah. to him... Stay with you next level, and God told him, Well, sell all your riches and follow me. And that's when he was like, Well, you love yeah. your butt. <laughs> and what that old saying is uh, in the Bible, it says, uh, For a rich man to get in heaven, it, it'll take the eye of the need, the, the eye of account, the how that goes, it's right. the. the the I just read it. It's a needle. Well, it wouldn't go through a camel's eye or something like that. It's almost as hard as a camel going through the eye of a needle. Needle, yeah, for a rich man to make it into heaven. So, I mean, I don't care how rich you is or, or what you did. If you ain't living right by God, that, you ain't going nowhere. Right. People have a tendency to think, well, I'm doing this right, I'm doing that right, so, you know, God got to take me where I'm at. And this is clearly letting us know that no matter who you are, there are adjustments mm-hmm. that have to be made. No matter who you are. So you could be the richest, you can think you following, I'm a good person, I do everything, you know, I take care of my family, I take care of my mother, I take care of my father, da 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 God is saying, in order for me to use you, you got to make changes. Mm-hmm. Changes that he... So that's, I found that to be so... Uh, intriguing adjustments to God. Adjustments are necessary. Adjusting one's life to God is well worth the cost. Or everybody who did great miracles, believe me, they adjusted their lives. They changed, they had to change their lives. Sunday, we're going to look at kinds of adjustments. 
What are some of the adjustments that God asks us to do? We looked at um, the adjustments tonight basically are in obedience and faith. And um, we, we looked at, we cannot stay where we are and go with God. And um, when God speaks to us to reveal what he's about to do, that revelation is our invitation to adjust our life to him. I think if you're a TI, God has spoken to you that he, he's, he's using you. He needs you. He's using each and every targeted individual expose a deadly eugenics program that's been on this earth too long. And I think, you know, we're learning that in order to come out successful, in order to see God's miraculous power being done, each one of us have to hear what are the adjustments God is asking us to do. I know I've got serious adjustments. I cannot do the no great miraculous work and continue enjoying life the way I felt was enjoying life. God is saying, we're going to cut the gallivanting. We're going to cut out, we're going to cut out a lot of things. And then the word of God also tells me that it's well worth it. If you got a big miracle, then you bet you, 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 it's time to make some adjustments. If you really believe in 100% surrender. And this program will do it to you too now. This program, I mean, it's unbelievable. Anybody can uh, I guess it's kind of late, we're getting tired. All right, any more comments? Breaking up, too. Yeah, it's breaking up pretty bad. What? Your phone oh, breaking up real no bad. Wonder. No wonder nobody was saying anything. Y'all should have said something. Let me, let me. I should have said something. Let me, let me. I could have put it on another. Oh, yeah, I could have put it on another program. Hello? No, wait. Let me. Now I cut it off. No, you're on. I'm on. No, I had another line that would have made it much clearer. Oh, it's still there. Still there. Yeah. Still there. Yeah. 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 I could have muted the other one. Yeah. 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 You don't do. You don't have a group uh, text. Um, I mean a group um, uh, Skype like. You you don't have that. Um, I'm not into video. I you know. I'm not really neither. You know, uh, I had to. I had to. Do, I mean to cut you off, but I just want to say it real quick. I had to um do it for my doctor today. And, um, you know, I really didn't want to do it. I really didn't. But nobody, you know, we got this um, um, curfew thing and we can't, you know, we can't go to doctors. They have to do it by uh, video. So they told, he taught me how to do it. He showed me how to do it, you know, ran me through it, the, the assistant. 
And I, it was pretty neat. I was like, man. And I looked on there, you know, it was like, uh, it had group. It's got group um, chat, you know. It's got uh, friends, invite friends. So I was like, man, you know, we can do that on our, um, our you know, you our, um, what's the name called? Can you hear me? Yeah, I, I hear you. I hear you. Is this better? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you clearly. Because I'm on the yeah, phone. it's better. Yeah, you should have said it, something have been on the phone, but l- let me just say, um, was it Zoom he had you on? Zoom? There you go. Zoom? No, it yeah, wasn't what? Zoom. No, uh, Skype, Skype and, um, and, uh, uh, Skype and Duo, Duo, something like that. They use two different ones. They use Duo and they use Skype. Why do they need My two? daughter's also. Because they got like, it's, they probably got about eighteen different offices and. Wait a minute! What kind of doctor? So he gets he gets paid as a doctor's consultation by doing a Skype with you. Yeah, you know that's why I'm not understanding. Like, cause they had on the, the newspaper said it was no charge, but I got paid. I got charged today. Yeah, she she charged. Yeah, she charged me today. Of course. I'm like. But but no, but they said it was free. Like I I, I seen in the newspaper, it said free all all over. They like it said for any um for yes. you know on the like video the video uh for the doctor doing it um for you know because the coronavirus said it's it's no charge, and well, she charged me today. You better you better clip that article where it said free, and then clip that take a picture of your bill and put in a dispute. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that because it's all. It said all over the nation. It said every doctor is happening. Every every doctor is included in. Now, is this your insurance, or are they taking it out your bank account? It's uh, my insurance, like you know, like yeah, insurance. Well, see, that's why they're doing it. They yeah. figure you don't care. Well, well, you know, the sad part about it is all this come from you know me getting hit for these weapons, you know, um, dealing with the pain and everything on an everyday basis. Yeah, it's rough. Consulting with him for what, pain management? Yeah, like pain management, yeah. yeah. You trust them? Yeah, he's a specialist. No. (laughs) No, I don't trust, I I really don't trust nobody, to be honest with you. I I don't trust him, no. So why are you doing that? Well, I mean, I guess because he's in a lot of pain, right? Yeah, yeah. What well, I mean, they don't got no other choice. I mean, you know, like, yeah, that's. But then, I mean, he he, he he just enough that that you know I don't trust him, but you know, I follow behind everything that he do. Like you know, he makes sure it's on the up and up. Like you know, let me. Ask I did you tell if, him about my targeting and everything, and 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 he was cool. He. He listened to me. I mean, you know, he was like, you know, I was in the military before. He's like, I never heard me say, I know they do stuff like that, you know. And, That's a wife. And um, uh, the tar- I told him about the target. I told him about, you know, I think I chipped me. And he had me go to the doctor, I mean, to a specialist and uh, x-ray specialist and, and have my what's the name taken, my hands uh, x-rayed. And, and I seen it. To me, I seen it when I was at the X-ray place. I seen the little chip in my hands, but then they go uh, like, you know, they had me like waiting, 
you know, after you didn't, you know, take clothes off and take the pictures and all that stuff. And then they be in their little room with the X-ray, like getting it all straightened out, and then they give it to you to to take with you with a little disc. But I seen them like they was like they was kind of like you know like fixing it all up, you know. Mm-hmm. So when anyways, I already knew what was gonna happen. So when I went to my doctor the next month, he was like, "Oh, I got your things back," and, and uh, he's like, "They didn't find, you know." He's like, "It's looked clear, looked good, you know." I'm like, it's- "Yeah, right. Yeah, I already know what they did." There were no tips, so you looking crazy. Yeah, yeah, I already know what they did, though. I already knew he that was going to happen. He didn't happen, say it, though. but he's, you know, if there are no chips, and I'm telling you I'm chips, so if you telling me everything is clear, you basically telling me I'm looking crazy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But he didn't say it like that, but yeah, you're right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was a while ago, you know, when... Um, that's what I'm saying. I've been dealing with him for, for some time now, but he know about what I've been dealing with. I just don't even talk about it no more to him, but he know what's up, you know. I don't even I don't even speak on it no more. Like, you know, like it ain't go nowhere. You know, like I ain't push it no farther because I ain't want nothing else to go down, so I just I just left it alone. I just go and oh. get my consultation and just, you know. Hold on a second. Let me close the tape. Give, uh, give it on. Thank God for that. Uh, reading, and um, I pray that it bless someone and encourages them that, you know, God has great purpose for each one of us and that, you know, we just have to make the appropriate adjustments, adjustments, obedience, and faith, and God can do miracles in our lives through us. So we open that door up for God to do it in Jesus' name. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.